Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 139. I am Sean, and joined with me, we have off-road, late for school, Andy. I'm happy to be here. On time. <laughs> Good. And Tony Katz. Yes, yes. Hello, hello. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports pod L.A. football problems. You're going to love it. We do over-unders. Or you're going to hate it. Basketball. Yeah, you might hate it, but you'll love it at the same time. I'm quite the villain in that episode. Andy, you're always the villain. You're ominous Andy, yeah. after all. Okay, well, uh reason I said you're late for school, Andy, is uh, do you ever sleep in as a kid? No, never. Miss class? Uh, absolutely never. Zero Don't times. you actually have a record for not missing a day in middle elementary school? Well, I think Tony had a better attendance than me. I think he's talked about it before. Yeah, no, I had a... There was a good stretch I had where I was like from first grade till like fifth grade with like perfect attendance i think i had like a couple years oh but not consecutive and years. I, that's, that's i remember the time where i missed school in sixth grade it was i had an ear infection which Damn. i woke up i remember in the middle of the night in my ear i remember the time too my dad and i were living we were in between uh because uh getting a new place or whatever so we were just staying for a couple months at my grandparents house and the house was already a full house, so we were like, I had to like share a bed with him, which is you know, twelve. It's fine, yeah, not too crazy. It wasn't like I was twenty six, but I uh, remember waking up in the middle of the night and being like, "Holy shit, my ear hurts!" And then it was like, he's like, "Oh, throw like a cotton ball in it." Ugh, didn't help, but uh, <laughs> spray some Windex on it. You know, like my big fat Greek I wedding. <laughs> I don't know that. That's uh, Andy does. I do, but uh, anyway, long story short, I. Uh, well, it's already been a long story. Uh, <laughs> don't you love when people say that? Like, long story short, it's like, that's just a long yeah. story shorter. We're on minute 21 right now. But um, I got to school thinking, like, I can do this. And I remember we were doing a play at the time. Like, there was a, we were, like, practicing for the school play. So I remember I got there earlier. Like, I've got a crow. Yeah, I've got there. It was actually, like, it, it was, like, a Snow White-themed play. But you want to know the best part? I wasn't even really an actor in it. I was just kind of the guy that set it up because I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm you not a grip. Yeah. I'm not an actor, but they, mm -hmm. uh, all my friends were doing it and they were getting to like get to school early and stuff and be at school late. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. So, uh, anyway, ended up, my ear was hurting really bad. I got to class, lasted like 10 to like 8.15 and I was like, I got to go and actually went to the doctor. Drove home. Got, they, got, they yeah, his Ubered ear. home. Got medicine, and honestly, I remember taking these certain pills and, like, feeling my ear start to, like, kind of pop, I guess you could mm. say, and all this weird shit. I have a roommate who takes pills and starts feeling shit, too. Okay. <laughs> oh, Andy. Uh, but anyway, I started feeling a lot better, and I was good to go the next day, I think. Might have taken a, another day off, but... You gotta enjoy it. Ear infections life. suck. I mean, if, I mean, I know everyone time time have, like, a little, like, oh, like, their ear gets stuffed up or maybe a little bit of pain, but... Only in my life I've had two like real ear infections and it was in preschool and sixth grade. And they are, I mean, those are no, more so sicknesses that kids get, but yeah, I always wondered why that's a thing. Yeah. Kids ears just aren't good enough. Cause yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, anymore. Maybe. Yeah. I never had that. I always was told when I went to the doctor, like, Oh, well you have an ear infection also, but it never was an issue. I never felt anything. Yeah. There's like ear infections and then there's like ear infections and the ones that are bad are not fine because when you have real pain in your ear you cannot get comfortable ears just one of those spots yeah but anyway <laughs> nice well the reason i ask is uh they are changing the law in schools in california governor newsom passed this thing i think this morning and it'll go into effect 2022 2023 school year but basically it'll give most all high schools if, if uh, not all of them most of them an 8 30 start time so i think schools start around 7 45 7 55 yeah that's what it was for us not that big of a difference um i don't know if that really moves the needle for kids but my question is this are they going to get out later Probably not because of the year we live in where they these fucking kids have a minimum day every goddamn day. Yeah, what, what time did you say every, they're going to start? 8.30. Oh, holy shit. Everywhere? California is the first to uh, When's that to starting? This. 2022. Oh. So I think doesn't... 
I know that I know the schools don't start at the exact same time. Like you, I mean, where you live here, there's two schools within like yeah. And actually, two blocks I'm glad yeah. like I'm glad you, away. you brought that up. Well, too it, because it won't happen. For, it's not elementary schools. I think middle schools will do something similar. They'll be after eight. Um, yeah, but it, high schools it. in particular. And I'm, I'm assuming the reason why they won't do that for middle school and elementary school is because their parents take them to school. So parent, typically I would say parents maybe get to work at eight. Yeah, I, I wonder who nine, wanted I this guess. because that's hard for a lot of parents that have to then like, I can't yeah, go to work like, until I drop my kid off. There's a school. lot of parents out there that are both out the door by, or what about single family parents that, uh, like if I was just living with my dad, my dad's out the door at 645. Yeah. See, I don't think any. I didn't do a whole lot of reading on this because I don't care. But a lot, nothing I did read had anything to do with like commutes, but everything to do with oh, my kid needs more sleep. They say kids need they like do. ten hours of they sleep, do. and they're like, oh, he's staying up don't late for that. for school, <laughs> and and this and that. And Sean like, will be well, one day. Sean will be a parent. Like, what are you doing sleep already? It's only one thirty, man. <laughs> You can survive uh, off three hours of sleep back in my day. I mean, I had zero period in high school. Weird. Like, yeah, well, only senior I never year. Done that. It was freezing. How do you do that? I remember having a... I got out at 11.30. That's actually not bad. I uh, I remember going to having just when I had the morning workouts uh, for cross country. And they, those were like, I think, 5 a.m. workouts. That's insane. That, that sucked. Because I remember getting at the first time doing it. It was, I'm a freshman, so it was like one of those things where like, yo, so like I got to wake my mom up at like 4.30 in the morning to take me, and that's what I would have to do. And I think I would hitch a ride home with, I think, someone that could drive because I, up where I lived, a lot of people lived up in there. So I was able to hitch a ride home, but I remember like just thinking like, dude, like that kind of sucks. Like for a freshman, you can't really, can you really expect us? Yeah, I think my sisters had to do that kind of insane, like early morning thing for when they were in water polo. They would have yeah. pneumonia all the time because of that. And it's, well, yeah, I could never imagine water polo. I think we did see once or twice. I do remember seeing a few times actually, like the water polo people being there too, which I would just don't understand. But yeah, it would suck. I mean, you get there at five in the morning, do a quick BS like workout, like a uh, weight workout or whatever. And then uh, we'd go on like a little like two mile run. And then, you know, obviously saw practice that day. So that was, uh, it was a long time ago. I don't even know how I did four years across country when I look back at it, especially with how I felt today after running like a mile and a half. Just getting older. I know. That's exactly what I said to our... You probably um, didn't drink that much whiskey when you were 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the luxury of getting older, though, Andy, is you're allowed to have a whiskey on a Monday night while doing a podcast. I was in such insane shape from high, uh, basketball. Like I didn't sweat, really, when I would play. I, I never like, sweat Holy either. shit. When I used to play, uh, like, at the gym 24-hour, like, when we'd go there on, like, high school nights, uh, that was the one thing about me is people would, I would, like, not sweat that often. These kids are playing in just skateboard shit vans, running back and forth playing basketball. It's like, what yeah. the hell? Roll my ankle and just be a little bit more winded because that shoe is not made for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, well, let's move on. Um we have a lot of movie stuff to get to, oh. and uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, one thing I'm, uh, I'm, I hope to be excited on. Andy's doing jazz hands over there, I'm stretching, stretching your fingers. Uh, Training Day, 2001 Oscar-winning film, uh, is in the works for a prequel set about ten years earlier, and this is going to basically follow the guy I think who trained Denzel. So is Denzel's son going to play him, Denzel, or something? I hope. I really do, uh, because that'd be cool. I hope Snoop Dogg's uh, in this one, too. There's not much about this. This came out about three days ago. Um, I mean, it's not going to happen anytime soon, but I just wanted to bring it forward, because who doesn't like that movie, you know? Don't all answer at once. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we did not not like it. I like the movie a lot. The flipping pigeons, all that stuff. It's good. I mean, any movie Denzel's in, I'm, I'm on board with. Oh, yeah. Even out of time. Even the airplane one. I haven't seen that one. Which the, one's the airplane one? When he's, he's like drunk, a drunk. Yeah. Oh, is that where he pilot? lands upside down? Maybe, yeah. Oh. It's been a while since I've seen it. What is it called? Like flight or something? I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy name. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. Now, Andy's looking forward to uh, a new movie about cats. Cats? Catwoman in particular. Oh, well, that's not about cats. Starring Zoe Kravitz. 
Yeah, so I uh, just got announced today that Zoe Kravitz will appear as Catwoman in the new Batman film with uh, Robert Pattinson. So uh, we got a little more details coming out about that movie. They're still saying that's going to come out summer 2021. So they got to get started on that pretty soon. So I know there's some rumor about Jonah Hill, remember, like last week. So I think they're... Yeah, being the villain. They're getting into it. We're going to know the cast soon enough. So uh, interesting that it does have Catwoman in it. So now it's like... We're on our like ninth Batman and third Catwoman, and it's like it, they're really disconnecting it, I guess, from everything, and they're going back to the well again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking forward to that. All right, Andy, you uh, you want to get ominous for a second? You always at do. It. It's the right month. Yep. So, uh, say by the bell, which we've been talking about lately, uh, and really quick on that, both. Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski, first off, weren't even informed of this reboot. We initially reported on that as Zach Morris was involved. Uh, he didn't know anything about it, and it appears that neither of them will be in the uh, reboot on uh, Peacock. But the uh, creator of Say by the Bell has uh, passed away at the age of 89. Andy, take it away. I mean, there's not much to say, and just, uh, you know, positive thoughts to his family because he uh created a show that means a lot to us as as cheesy as it is it's something that was very comforting i know for me for you to just come home watch a a silly show that i think it, it gave us something to look forward to as you know we probably watched as you know elementary school and like oh those high school kids it's really cool mm-hmm. you know screech could be friends with the coolest kid in school and i mean it wasn't really like that but just a just a nice positive show. So it was great. We thank you for your service. There's no what show hope was this with again? dope. Say by the bell. Oh, I never watched it. Um, yeah, because you're a loser, <laughs> cross country kid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't watching Say by the Bell in high school, Andy. When were you watching Say by the Bell? I just said it in elementary school. But. Yeah. <laughs> God, you You'd be the loser kid watching Say by the Bell still while studying for your bio exam on. I watched. I don't know if I watched that in high school. I probably did. If I mean, it was yeah, on TBS. I think, I think it was still on TBS at that point. You know what I've been doing lately is watching. Uh, billions. Well, not lately, but I, yeah, I've been <laughs> watching a lot of Billions. Uh, it's such a good show. But no, I put on the other day uh, the Halloween episodes of uh, Home Improvement. Oh, I've been watching Those Halloween episodes. Those are really good. I, I just, just remember, yeah, they made the one where with like the big out haunted house and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the other. Maybe I should find other Halloween shows to watch because. Uh, I watched a lot of the Simpsons Halloween ones. Yeah, just watch old sitcoms a, from the '90s; they're a, great. A good one last night when uh, Ned Flanders went on his fog walk, <laughs> turned into a werewolf. Nice. I'm, I've, I know I've seen like all of them. I just can't recall yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh, next on the list, uh, more ominous talk. Uh, Andy, Jeopardy. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Now Alex Trebek, I think, uh, has made peace that uh, it's unlikely he's going to uh, survive his battle with cancer. So he's just... Oh, really? What happened? I'm just... It's, it, What's it, they knew it was a rough... It's a very it low is, survival. Yeah, Wasn't pancreas like one of the top yeah, non-survival? Yeah, it's very dead. Like pancreas and uh, I think like... Was it obviously like brain and stuff? Or like Which is brain. what Ben Foster... Forster. He survived brain cancer? No, he had brain uh, cancer. And then what happened to him? He... From... Wasn't that his name, Andy? Who are you even talking, talking about? about? El Camino? What's his name? Oh. Oh, yeah, Robert Forster. Robert Forster. Yeah. I think he went by Ben for short. <laughs> Bob, no, probably. I think you're thinking of that real actor. or not? I mean, they're all real actors, but he's a different guy. But yeah, he had brain uh, cancer. Yeah. Yeah, and no, he passed brain, away on Friday. Brain, that was yeah. also sad. That's crazy. Is that, and when did El Camino come out to Netflix? Friday. Friday. Damn, that's insane. I wonder if he even got to watch it. I'm sure you saw it before it came on Netflix. True. <laughs> well, at least yeah, maybe, maybe parts of his. I don't know. Yeah, because we talked about how... A lot of actually, times you don't, don't see give it. Any you know. Spoilers, but we talked about that one guy flew out for only four hours, so who knows how much he saw. What? We're, yeah, we're going to actually talk about that movie because we all <laughs> did watch it, so let's just save any more discussion. Yeah, we'll save the spoilers for the end. Yeah. Oh, it was 36 hours. Wow. <laughs> Why did I... <laughs> Just 32 hours off, Andy. Yeah. That's all. That over-under was wrong. Wow. Um, but yeah, Alex Trebek, I mean, that was that's very tough for anybody, and obviously he's got some of the best medicine and doctors behind him, but 
at his age, he put up a hell of a fight. And, uh, I mean, who knows? He could still go a while, and this could just be a tough moment for him. But uh thought some prayers go out to that guy because trooper. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, let's move it to some, I'm trying to figure out how mad I am at right now. Jungle Cruise. There's okay. a new trailer. I'm just getting sick of seeing The Rock and everything. I don't mind him at all. I think he's a fine person. He's, he's charismatic as shit. Um, but enough is enough, dude. Stop. Well, he needs to diversify. Yeah, he, every shitty action movie. Oh, it, it stars The Rock. Well, Jumanji comes out in two months. In I guess they said Jungle Cruise was originally going to come out around this time as well. And they look, it's like the same thing. It's, you know, silly action movie in nature. It's like, okay, we don't need another one of these. Yeah, they uh, just had two camera crews between scenes just cut. Action. Yeah, I think he is wearing the, the same outfit, but uh, yeah, I did watch watch that trailer, and it looks like they're gonna do an okay job trying to translate. How do you have a cheesy Disneyland ride translate into a movie? They had the whole thing where he's a uh, he's running his own tour, and it has some of the same jokes, and it's all kind of a scam where he's you know actually setting up the stuff, just like the ride itself. I thought that was clever, but then everything else in the trailer was like was bad. So I wouldn't mind if this means they're going to redo the Jungle Cruise just to kind of... I've only have. been on it once. Really? Yeah. I just went on it the other day. You uh, serious? Yeah. Well, maybe when I was a little kid, but I don't remember it at all. Um, it's okay. I don't know. It's old. Well, it was great for its time when it first came. That That's what I mean. So up it. They you, can't, you can't up it because it is what it is. It's not a thrill ride. It's what else are you going to do? It's... A little boat ride with some jokes, like that's. Well, they put. I'm just saying, put better a drop in it. Animatronics, or I'm not. Is this a, like an outside ride, or is it like mm-hmm. inside? Wait, it's you outside. haven't been on Jungle Cruise. Well, I haven't been Disneyland since sixth grade. Okay. It's right next to uh, it Indiana then? Jones. Oh, yeah, it's from like. The it's an original. original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. then I've probably been on it then as a kid. It's, it's you're literally on a boat and you just go around a little river and there's like animatronic and, hippos. And it, I haven't been there since Look, sixth grade. I actually went and uh, I went to Disneyland and took a photo of the original thing they have like the board it's massive and it's crazy how much dead weight they had i i last time i went to disneyland was sixth grade inside the park before that though obviously i went a lot as a kid like my mom would take me and stuff i think they had passes and it was like my cousins when they would come in town because they were all like from out of state we would always go so i'm That's sure we did maybe too. as a kid i'd have been on it but when i wasn't when i went in sixth grade the only rides i vividly remember was like the basics, you know, Matterhorn, Indiana Jones, Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain. Space Mountain was actually closed at the time. Oh, yeah. that sucks. And uh, the scariest ride by far there that I tell everybody is the Snow White ride. There's a scene where in it where the witch turns scarier, around. Actually. The witch just turns around and you're like, oh, fuck. I actually do miss those rides as a kid as going on like the little animatronic inside ones like Snow White or I'm assuming there's like an Alice in Wonderland one or something. Yeah, yeah I had never been on those. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I went really? mostly I as a kid. I just went on it the other day also, Crazy. that one. Well, because I was the youngest kid. Older siblings didn't want to go still on went those. On it. Like Peter yeah. Pan. And, you haven't you been on Mr. Toad then? Peter no, Pan. I've never. I remember Peter Pan because then it goes out in the water and you go under like the whale's mouth, right? No, that's a different one. That's like storybook yeah. or something. Like I said. You go on, on uh, the Mr. Toad one, you go to hell. And it gets hot in there. You, you know what? I do. I think I do remember the Mr. Toad one. Yeah. Wow. What do you see? Walt Disney in there? Just like, and his anti- I don't know. Dentite yeah, nature. Dentite nature. We'll go with, uh, go with but that. back to Jungle Cruise real quick. The cast is good. I'm very surprised that uh, little Kevin Hart is not in it. But so obviously all of like the most of the cast is animals. So they're not in it, but their voices. You got Jesse Plemons. You got Paul Giamatti, Edgar wait, Ramirez. Wait, in Jungle Cruise they have talking animals? Right. It does? I don't get it. I couldn't tell that from the trailer. Oh wait, never mind. I'm I'm combining movies. Oh, you skipped it. I was like, what? <laughs> but they are in this movie, so that's a good cast. <laughs> See, I I don't know the ride, Andy. Okay, wait. So none of those people are in Jungle Cruise. No, they are. I just they're not the talking animals. It's a oh, good cast. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I was combining it with uh, Doolittle, <laughs> 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 which uh. Is not Doctor, 
But I, based, I think he's still a doctor. We don't know yet, though. Well, uh, it's Johnny Depp is not a. It's what's his name, Robert Downey. It, yeah, it's basically <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow meets uh, Indiana Jones meets Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. It's got Rami Malek, Tom Holland, and uh, Mr. Robot, Spider Man, Downey Jr. doing. I said this to Andy in the trailer. He's doing the impression he did when he was a dude disguised as a dude who's playing another dude. <laughs> that Australian accent was really bad, and I think he brought it for this movie. Yeah, I don't know what uh, the guy's doing. You know, And he is a doctor, by the way, Dr. John Doolittle. Yeah, it's, it's weird what's going on with this uh, character. There's like a musical from the 50s. And then, yeah, then Eddie Murphy's like, I'll be a doctor who could talk to a tiger. And it's like with Norm MacDonald. And it worked. I mean, that was, that, was a good, that was a good move for kids. I don't know if I ever saw more than 10 minutes of those. And then now it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a pirate. And I go to India or something and fight tigers and have to soothe gorillas from being sad. I was like, what the fuck is this movie? This has a good cast, too, though. Um, it's very colorful. Ralph Fiennes. Marion Cotlard, who was oh, you just butchered both those names, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> Kumal uh, Nanjiani. Kumar got that one better than the other ones. Antonio Banderas. All right, we know that one. Selena Gomez, John Cena, Octavia Spencer. So, Craig Robinson. I'm on board with the cast. I just don't know if I'm on board with the movie. It looks silly and unnecessary. It's like. We can't make movies that doesn't have a reference to something that already exists, so let's just... Uh, what about Doolittle? Well, Steve Gagan directing. Did you know that? The Steve fucking Gagan? Isn't that like the guy who made Traffic? Traffic, Syriana, Gold. <laughs> okay. That's weird. That's... Is this like, oh, I just had a kid, and I want to show him a movie Yeah, finally? I think this is money. I mean, I don't know what Robert Downey Jr. is doing, because he doesn't need money anymore. He wanted so, to work with Stephen Gagan. Yeah. And it's ri- written by. All right. So there you go. That uh, makes me think of the uh, episode of Entourage, the Medellin, the documentary of it. They have to fly him out there to finish the ending, but then Billy Walsh writes all night in anticipation of him coming and then completes it himself. They just send him yeah. with a check home. Well, that's an interesting curveball. I still don't know what to think about that. I think it'll flop. Yeah. Nobody cares enough. It. It's not like, oh, well, it's like the Eddie Murphy movie. It's nothing like the Eddie Murphy movie. No one cares that people know what Dr. Doolittle means and what kind of power he has. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Okay, well, here's a movie that no one is going to see. No one in this room is going to see this movie. Okay. No one listening is going to see this movie. Reason being, uh, and it stars John Malkovich, by the way. It's called 100 Years. Have you heard of this, Andy? So it won't be seen for 100 years? Yeah, it uh, was from 2015. But uh, yeah, it doesn't release in, from its time capsule in two, 2,115. Content of this film is currently a secret due to be revealed only when the title is released in 2000. Okay, you said no one who's listening will be able to watch it. What if 50, currently, that's 50 a lot. years from yeah. now... We have fans who go back and they want to listen to episode 139 because it's from the early days. You know? Yeah, that's true. So, uh, like, so let's listen to it and like, oh, that movie only comes out in 22 years. A French film, of course. And, uh, French yeah, language? So as I had said, or Tony had mentioned, I've been watching Billions. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's in season four. And he always plays the Russian. He does that very well. He's from mm-hmm. Illinois. He's not Russian. Um yeah, he uh, sometimes plays uh, convicted criminals. Yeah, criminal Cyrus, masterminds. the damn virus. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I love... We just heard a funny noise. I love Malkovich, and so I obviously was like, well, what's he up to? And I saw this, and I was like, well, that's weird. So I wanted to bring it up. I mean, it, there's no news about it currently. It's, it hasn't been talked about for four years. But It sounds like uh, like Richard Linklater would be involved, like Boyhood or something. It's Robert Rodriguez. Well, that's Written a big name. by John Malkovich. It only stars three people, and he is hero. There's a bad guy and a hero girl. Okay. So there you go. All right. Um, before we're getting into uh, box office numbers, we're going to recommend our scary flick. 
Two sentence horror stories on Netflix. 67% fresh. They're literally scary. It's kind of like Black Mirror. I watched two episodes yesterday on it. Wait, so it's just called Two Story? Two sentence horror stories. Hmm. And um, it's good. It's based off of a little book in Japan or something. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's it's dark. Like I said, it's very kind of Black Mirror. There's a little twist at the end and that kind of stuff. Um, perfect for October. Don't watch it in January. Um, so yeah, there you go. Enjoy it. And uh, before we get into movies, we're going to tell you that that portion of the pod was brought to you by Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current harness or collar. For a limited time, the Tony's Take listeners, that's you, unless you're listening in 2,115, can get 25% off and free shipping when you use promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. Head to simpledoggy.com. That is two G's. Plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. It's the dog leash you've been waiting for. That canine of yours is going to thank you. All right. I'm getting good at those reads. I was literally just thinking that. I was like, we've been really doing that, the simple doggy stuff for a while. It reminds me of when uh, I used to uh, go on Chapman's radio my buddy who went to chapman uh college had a uh radio show that he would do on sunday nights like late sunday nights like at 10 o'clock like mr belding did. that was his slot and he had a hour slot and it was pretty cool because he would just talk but then you play like music that you like listening to but then there would be some chatter but he did have like two certain like promo things that he had to like say and it was it was just pretty funny because it's the same thing it's like it got to the point where it's just in the back of your head you don't even need to be like looking at it but yeah, I used to read the little flyer, and I'd always fumble collar and ha- harness. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Uh, a harness, collar. I, mean, I remember one time. I mean, it, sometimes you get mixed up with the words. I remember one time you introduced yourself as sports. Yeah, I'm sports. <laughs> uh, I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, I know. We all have our moments. John's yeah. Franco. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's. Uh, Andy, are you sure you didn't drink on the way over? You see what he just did? No. He's, I thought that's what you were laughing at. I saw him at. giggling big time. He knocked his head on the microphone, no, I, I think. Hit, what? I hit the microphone with my hand, which then forced it into my face. Oh, nice. A little <laughs> car accident up there. Yeah, a little, little uh, double accident. Well, we're doing it out of a sauna tonight, it feels like. <laughs> Is it? I feel fine. I got these well, nice... Tony's in pajama pants. <laughs> I got pajama yeah, pants a and, a, and a whiskey. Andy... I know what it is. It's the... What's it called? Uh... The feng shui of the room because we're in different spots tonight. You also put this giant heat lamp right in front of me. Yeah, yeah, make me sweat. Maybe, lava lamp maybe next I got to you. like some sort of Drew Brees coming my way. Yeah, we have the don't. window open. Because there's been times where I've sat there too. Actually, I got a little hot. Maybe there's a little presence on that chair. But is the presence, presence cool? What? When presence, presence eye. Oh, that's true. Because they take away energy, so they make it cool. So there's not a ghost where you are. Yeah, so if anything, it's the opposite of a, of a ghost where you're sitting right now. There's a demon. <laughs> yeah. No, they <laughs> suck energy. They suck energy out also. All right. Well, let's get into <laughs> box office numbers. Joker setting records in week two, $55 million higher. What? In week two, that's... You it went. To. It made more money the second week than the first no, no, week. No. Ninety million first week. No, oh, well, that would have been. That's what I thought you were saying. But it added another fifty-five million dollars. It's right. incredible. Adam's family, which, if you recalled, we played the game on. Oh, oh Adam's family did, did thirty point four. Not bad opening weekend for a kids flick. Um, now, if you guys recalled, you were kind of both on the same page on this uh, off-road, Andy. You uh, gave it a seventy-two. Uh, I wow. stand by it. Wow. Did you see it? No, but oh. I stand by it. Tony Katz, you gave it a 71. Did I really? <laughs> Look at you guys. <laughs> it was 71 and a half. Yeah. Hey, and Oscar Isaac, I like him. I don't know why I gave it so high. Yeah, And uh, I gave it a 56, and I pumped it up. Joker, Joker Adam's Family is uh, most rotten at 39. It started in like the twenties. Yeah, why I am jumped so, to forties and uh, landed I am so confused why I was so optimistic on that because I remember saying like I think you went first, but I remember thinking like oh I already have my number and then when you said seventy two I was like holy shit I was thinking seventy one. 
But I'm looking back, and I have no idea why I was thinking 71. I for sure should have been like because in the 40s. Because it's a good property. Like those, the 90s movies were good. Yeah, but this one was like weird looking. It was like they're weird looking cartoons. Yeah, they almost the make cartoon. the characters look, like look the minion different. People. Yeah, minion movie. That's what the co- the original comic book characters look like, or comic. Oh my god! There's like somehow a comic for everything. Is there a Joe Dirt comic out there? I don't know about. Probably. I'm talking about there was. A, Adam Sandler originally not a comic book like the the Sunday comics. Oh, it was like, like that. Garfield. Oh, okay, like Garfield. Yeah. yeah, I said that just before you did. It's like Garfield, <laughs> head of the game. Uh, so I'll take that win, I suppose, but still went over. Next beating, not many, but losing to those two. Gemini Man, twenty five percent piece of shit. What a bum. Twenty million point six dollars. We all knew it. We all called it. Yeah, no one I mean, was interested. The trailer at first, was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. I like, you know, but no, everyone said it was bad. And uh, significant drop after that. You have Abominable uh, six point three, which I I heard on the news today. China's pissed about it. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, well, I got banned or something. Yeah, they but Taiwan probably. Yeah, showed a map. <laughs> they didn't like how the map had the land drawn. And I guess this is co-produced by an offshore company in China or Taiwan or whatever it was. And so, yeah, there's just beef in the streets all over that place. I don't understand. Uh, Probably got rush hour banned because Hong Kong is so much featured in it. Yeah. Not allowed to watch uh, rush hour anymore. Yeah, look for that one coming soon. Uh, 6.3 million for Abominable. And uh, Downtown Abbey 5. <laughs> I keep saying that. I know it pisses you off. What is man. it? Really? I mean, I... Downton? It's stupid. They're not downtown at all. They're in a fucking countryside. So it's Downton Abbey? So they're in a Downton Abbey. What's a... So an Abbey is like British for like the bar or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, well, it's definitely like a British word, right? Like, oh, they're at yeah. the Abbey. Or they're like going to the Abbey. Westminster Abbey. What? That's where the Queen lives. She lives in Westminster. Oh, shit. Yeah. Thought she had done better than that, Times huh? Are <laughs> well, well, I don't know what an abbey is, but it's a castle of some sort. <laughs> Do your goddamn research, Andy, before you correct me. Yeah, Andy, you're but the... I don't know. It's not it's not downtown, but it is Downton. <laughs> Maybe it's the name. Gregory Downton of the Downton. Oh, yeah, so family. it's uh, the building or buildings occupied by a community of monks or nuns. A church or house that was formerly an abbey. <laughs> what? Okay, hold on. What? So oh, there is yeah. for monks. The queen doesn't live there. It's uh, like the main church. Okay, the hold on though. Remember, I said wrong. like, oh yeah, they go to the abbey. There is a bar in West Hollywood called the Abbey, and it is yeah. a gay bar. That's famous. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. So I was kind of right then. Don't they go there in Rocket Man? I don't know. I've never seen Rocket Man. I don't remember that part. I don't either. I did watch it. Um. All right. Well, Downton. So Abbey, but it's like not a church in that show. I don't know anything about this other than it's British. Uh, they live in like a big mansion somewhere, and they're British people. Yeah, so they're actors. And then it's like a soap opera or something. That sounds like shit. Um, Hustlers, four million bucks. Judy, three point four. It, Chapter Two, hanging on, three point three. Oh, Jexy. You remember that? Yeah. That didn't have a score until like noon on Friday. And that score is 14. I'm telling you, that guy's not a good actor. Uh, $3.1 million. Um, He's got to pick better projects. Big bomb. And here's what's funny. The audience that saw this is so stupid because they gave it a 69%. Well, you know they did. <laughs> they did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I just, I don't think, he's he's a good, like, Sixth man. How dare you disparage Lou Williams like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then add Astra, two million bucks at the very bottom. All right, let's uh, look at what's coming out this weekend. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, which, by the way, on the Happy Hour pod with uh, Tommy, we forgot to talk to him about it because he was there at the uh, premiere. Oh, he saw it? He didn't see it, but he was at the premiere. Yeah, I did when see him. When was that? Like a long time ago? It like was two uh, weeks ago or so? Yeah, it was like the day before he came in here. Because he was... Uh, he was on a hike, then just stumbled down there. Yeah, he had like uh, Instagram videos very close to Angelina Jolie. She uh, blew a kiss at oh. him. She might have, actually. You hear him in the background, Angelina Angel. Yeah. No, you really don't. I don't think you do, but maybe. Who else is in this movie? Oh, uh, Sleeping Beauty. And okay. Gnomes. 
I don't know the story. Oh, I'll sit back. <laughs> um, I, I don't either. But actually, it, I think like the whole point of the story from like I remember at the end of the first one is the green lady from Sleeping Beauty. Right? Is Maleficent is the queen, and it, it ends up being something like that. She is able to like wake her back up, right? Because doesn't she? I don't want to say kiss her, but I don't know at all. The whole like kind of twist story of it was that Maleficent actually I think cares for Sleeping Beauty more than she wants to admit like as a mother type thing because I I don't know but I just know there's some weird like Maleficent twist to it and I don't even know if it's not much of a twist it's just that you think she wants to like destroy her but then you kind of come to realize that you know what she cares for her I have never seen the even the movie like the cartoon I don't yeah I did I she turns into a, a dragon in the cartoon like what the fuck's the plot if the if the main girl is honestly the whole I, for, time, I forget the plot who's the hero Oh, the prince comes and kisses her. But is it about the prince then? No. Then what? Is it just like 30 minutes of her sleeping? Dude, yeah. honestly, I do not it's remember. 118 Yeah, minutes. I think she gets put to sleep at the end. I don't think she gets put to sleep like the whole time. But also, I don't know that for sure. And she she talks to birds and shit? Or just... Oh, yeah. No, they all talk. When you're a Disney princess, you automatically talk to birds. Hmm. Uh, well, this also has Michelle Pfeiffer in it. Oh. Yeah, she's good. Eminem's mom, right? No. That was uh, Kate Bosworth. <laughs> it wasn't her. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was... Uh, I like how you say it with <laughs> such confidence. <laughs> but it was something like Kate or something that was Eminem's I mom don't. in that movie. Was it really not? I never sure? watched that movie, so I don't know. Can't tell you. I could find out really quick. Hmm. Unless um, you're right there already. I don't even know what year that movie came out. All right, I got it. It was... Uh, She's in I'm Sam. His mom was Kim Bassinger. Oh, uh, Basinger. Kate Bosworth, Kim Bassinger, Sharon Stone, Sharon Tate. I <laughs> <Yeah>. mean... <laughs> Alec Baldwin's uh, one of his wives. What? Andy, we're going to have to cut you off. <laughs> that's the truth. That's <laughs> No, what did you... Up. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's one of his wives? Is that what you she said? She was one of his wives. Oh. Okay. You know when he had like five of them at once? Was he a polygamist? Well, they call him? No, just a divorcee. Or a polygamist. Are guys allowed to be divorcees? <laughs> Divorce O's. <laughs> Divorce divorcees. And then women yeah. should be divorces or divorcees. Tony's got his whiskey <laughs> on his knee, his legs crossed. <laughs> Very sophisticated. Uh okay, so no score for Maleficent. Zombieland double tap, ten years in the making. No score as well. <laughs> oh, no. That's the extended title. Uh, then you have Andy's favorite, The Lighthouse. I'm surprised you're not in line for it already. Uh, 95%. Yeah, because those weird movies. Was it The Whoa. Vampire Guy and uh, William Dafoe, right? Yeah, two vampire yeah. guys. <laughs> One of them just happens to be real. Uh, and this is actually a pretty big weekend. You have Jojo Rabbit, 80%. Yeah, uh, the producer, Luke, is stoked on that. He came back into the room. He texted me came into it. the house. <laughs> And forced me to watch the trailer, and I watched it and looked at him and was like, okay. Like, I'm sure well, it looks interesting. That is our friend from What We Do in the Shadows. He made it? That plays Hitler. Which one? Oh, it's Stu? No. No, I think Stu might have worked on it, though. Yeah, He's the main... What's his name? Tataka? Taika Watiti. The guy yeah. with the long hair? or the? No, the main, like, the main vampire that talks to the camera the most. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm seeing them now. That's another one I should watch again. We got to start watching more of these October movies. It's been uh, yeah. times right now. Wa- we haven't watched that in a while, actually. No, we haven't. I watched the entire TV show. Stu. Yeah, I haven't watched any of the TV show. Uh, and then next up to close out the weekend, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Wow. What? Does anyone care? That's yeah, actually of the rest I care. of the title. Of course I care. It's got uh, Ben Affleck in it again, Jason Lee. Bring back all the famous people from Val Kilmer's in it. Yeah, that's impressive. Everyone, if you ask a handful of people our age, first off, who is Val Kilmer? I bet 10% don't know. And then if you ask the rest of them if he's still alive, I think most of them would say no. You think people know him best from like MacGruber now? Wait, See, you say MacGruber? MacGruber? Yeah. Oh, that's how I know him <laughs> recently. I've also seen Batman. I've seen The Doors. I've seen... Uh, nice. If you've seen The Doors, that's impre- I'm impressed. Yeah. Top Gun? No, I haven't seen Top Gun. Okay. Also, I think that was Tom Cruise. He was in it, too. Well, 
but not nah, that's don't take it away from Tom Cruise's movie. Well, I'm going to ask you guys this: Do you want to play the game on any of these three movies? You have Maleficent, all Zombieland, and Jay and Silent Bob. None of them have scores. I said we play it on all three. All three? <laughs> you got to do one score for all of them so you can get the closest I aggregate. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't do feel like finding the mean and the medium here, Andy. And yeah, you're adding a lot of work over here for, for me. We can play it on all three. That's up to you guys. If you guys only want to do one. Let's go quick. Yeah, we can do all three. We just did a bunch of basketball reviews in our sports podcast, which is also a good podcast for you people that maybe just like entertainment. If you like sports, don't be shy. Go over there and listen and hear what we have to say. Okay, uh, so we'll do a score for each one. Yeah, yeah, a separate score for sure. Um, I'm not going to play music. So everyone just games. take a, a, a second to do it. Well, it's just, yeah. Which, which movie are we going to do first? So that we'll way. go in order. We'll go Maleficent, we'll go Zombieland, and then we'll go Jay and Silent Bob. All right. Um, all right, I have my score for Maleficent. I have my scores for all of them. Oh, I only have mine for Maleficent, but I'll get there. Locked in. And he's locked in. Just hit the button. Yeah. All right, who's going to start us off? Andy. 58. Oh, my God. For Maleficent? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tony? I had 58 also. <laughs> wow. You guys menstruating together? I uh, I gave it a 69. Wow. Nice. I hope it's 58 exactly. That'd be crazy. I literally, and hey, that's what we do here. We have the, we never did get those little whiteboards, but if we would have, it would have been like match game. We both would have had the same answer because I yeah. truly have that in my head. We still should get those boards. Yeah, some fun. Okay, what's the next one we're going right, to do? Zombie Land. Okay, hold on. I got to think really I quick. I already have my score as well. All right, I have mine. Andy? Good. You go, Andy. 66. Oof. Okay, we're off this time. Okay. Tony Katz? 52. I uh, I gave it a 54. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. I hope All right. The, the last of the triple play, triple feature. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. You guys ready? Uh, Yeah. Andy, go. 31. Oh, <laughs> Tony, go. 21. <laughs> I think it's going to be absolute garbage. I gave it a 34. <laughs> We're kind of similar on all of them. Well, Andy and I are very similar yeah. on one of them. Hot dog. All right, that's well, funny. I think that's one of the first times I that I can remember recently that someone actually had the same exact number. Usually we're 1% or 2% off, which is also kind of crazy. When you think of a brass scale of 1 to 100, we kind of... Yeah, but you knew the movie's not going to be between 20 and 90 or something, right? I mean, I just said 21. I'm saying that movie. Yeah, if it doesn't already have a score, you mean? They I wouldn't. They I'm wouldn't saying. let it be that bad of a movie. We'll I see. agree. That's why I went 69. I'm uh, going more towards the fresh. All right. Well, shall we get into what we've been watching? We actually have one as a whole. We yeah, do. we should Let's probably just do that, that for last. Yeah. Okay. And we can give you a spoiler warning. Yeah. If you need it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll just do Succession Ended, and I'll be as spoilerless as possible. The finale was exceptional. Was it the season finale, or is it yeah. done? It's not done. Okay. Cool. Uh, the season finale, not series. Uh, very good. They take a boat out. Oh, my God. This thing was fit for... Uh, the Christopher Walken on it? No. Hey. What, what was that show? Christopher Walken. That showed you... Uh, you had that British guy... It was on like a E. Like, oh, this is the lifestyle of the rich and famous. I have no idea. Yeah, I think that's what it was called. <laughs> well, okay, well, that. And honestly, it might have this been. This boat was, it had to have been owned by a sultan. Someone with Alibaba money, at least. I, it's it's crazy. Because someone in real life owns this boat, you know. Maybe only you saw the boat. Maybe. <laughs> More than the Titanic, you think? Like in cost or size? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Smaller than the Titanic. I don't know how much the Titanic cost. I was going to say, that's a good question that no one ever talks about. We always talk about that it sank, but we never talk about what that motherfucker cost. It had to have been... <laughs> Who was their insurance company? Like State Farm would have been fucked. Yeah. We know it's not State well, Farm, uh, it's own business. That's true. Maybe there is an insurance company out there that's been gone ever since that we've yeah. never got to hear of. So... Because what was the Titanic, like 1908 or something? 11? <sighs> Two th- uh, 1912. <laughs> Oh, 2000. I was close, Andy. The annoying thing I just came out. Something happened in 1908, though. I don't know what, but something did. Uh, like the Red Sox won the World <laughs> Series or something. I don't know. 
So uh, it costs about seven and a half million dollars in 1912, which yeah, is so roughly what is that today? about 180 million. But then so... Blue Star Line is reportedly spending 500 million to build its new luxury liner. So I don't know. Oh, they're making a new Titanic. That's stupid. A sequel? No, like a, a sequel to the boat, I guess. Oh. Why would they make a small cruise ship? Jay-Z's boat is probably bigger than the Titanic. Mm. <laughs> Who's out? Someone out there just staring at us? What was that? <laughs> Andy is in rare oh, form. <laughs> what? So I'm looking out the window. Andy's drunker than he's appearing to be. I, I think it's a reflection. <laughs> I just see... Joe nodding, and then, but it looks like it's a reflection of him there. I'm like, oh fuck, that's some spooky shit. Halloween time because he just looked at me and started going. Mm. It's, like, it's like, no, Joe's dead, and he's a ghost in the office. Oh my god! I was like, what's this? Wait, so you saw the reflection to be right there? I No, I'm staring at him through the window, but oh. it looks all faded like it's a reflection. Oh. And so then I'm like... It's like the end of Star Wars or what? It's not there. <laughs> like the end of Star Wars. <laughs> I'm just looking at you like you've done... Go get him, Andy. We're but then the... that's why he was looking at me like nodding and smiling. Like he's like, oh, you're seeing my ghost and no one else sees it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Jeez, no, I thought like, oh, did he actually sneak in? I didn't realize. And then I'm like, no. How would you not? You're staring at the door. <laughs> I don't know. John Wick, cartwheel through the window. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Succession was great. Um, anyone else like to go? Yeah, I will. I mean, uh, I are you still watching American Horror Story? Are you I caught will, up? Will. I'm not caught up. No. Oh. Well, all I'll up. say is that it just keeps taking fun little twists and turns, and yeah. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it, so I will continue to be watching that. Uh, I did actually watch Paranormal 2 again. Nice. I uh, was, I think Thursday night, I came back. When you know the right people, your Jack and Cokes get poured well. So uh, I only had to have a couple that night and was feeling very good, so I came home with some confidence. And then uh, producer Luke had actually seen The Joker that night, and he came home with some confidence considering he Ubered to the movie. And uh, we threw it on a little bit. We watched about half of it because it was late, went to bed, and then I came home with a lot of confidence on Saturday night also for a few J&Cs and finished it. And it's uh, a lot less scary when you're buzzed. But still, those movies are fun. I mean, I actually, I shouldn't say that. I, I know what happens, I guess. So I'm not as scared. Like the whole kitchen scene didn't get me nearly as much as it did forever ago because I knew it was coming, but that scene is definitely a jump scene if there's ever any jump scene. And uh, yeah, that's it. I think all the only other thing I watched is what we're going to talk about here at the end. Andy, you got anything? Yeah, I got a few things of course on, you the, do. on the board here. Uh, I watched Midsummer. Summer. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how exactly to pronounce it. But Downtown I, Abbey, I think is how you say it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I don't want to talk too much about what happens, uh, but here's the uh, the setup here is it's a, uh, a European student from, from Sweden invites his friends to go visit his village out in the middle of nowhere in Sweden for their, uh, you know, their solstice festival. And... Uh, you know, they do weird traditions and shit, and you kind of assume where it goes. It goes into some really weird shit. It's a very striking movie visually, just a lot of colors. Um, very much like, I mean, they're doing drugs, and it's like, what is real, what's not. A lot of weird imagery, and it just, it's a, a really cool thing. Um, it is a horror movie, but it's not like, it's not really scary. It's not consistently scary. You just kind of know what's going to happen. And I guess it's just like dread building up of like, oh, how's this all going to end? But it's not like there's a killer out there and they're picking people off. It's not It's not like that. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. It is two and a half hours. So it's like I said, it's not a traditional horror movie by any means. Just kind of a, a cool thing. I enjoyed all two and a half hours of it. Um Nice. I also watched a '80s horror movie. It was on Amazon called The Gate, and it's like a it's a kids I don't want to say a kids horror movie, but it's it's like 
it's very 80s where it's younger kids. They accidentally open up a portal, I guess a gate, if you will, to, I don't know, the demon world or something. And all these like little demons come out and do weird little things. And it's, you know, poor special effects, very 80s. And it's on Amazon. So if you need something, it's, it's not, not the greatest thing. But it's 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 an '80s movie where it's you know the it, it's Goosebumps. You know we watch Goosebumps too. Oh yeah, it's like the same thing of the two the two younger kids and then the older uh, the older sibling who has to gets roped into it even though she doesn't want to like hang out with the the nerdy younger brother. And it's like oh we've seen that setup so often. Uh, I also uh, watched first episode of season four of Mr. Robot, the final season. They're already on a season four of that. That's crazy. Well, it's been two years since season three. So okay. this is uh, this is the end for it. Everything's uh, set up for the end. It's a uh, Christmas time now. Uh, you get to see, see the uh, the Christmas tree in New York there. It's really uh, lovely. Uh, but that show is just so cool. I think it's the best word for it. It's got Christian Slater. Of yeah, course it's just, cool. It's just, cool as shit. Yeah, stylish. Uh, interesting. You know, all the above. I'll miss, I'll miss it when it's gone, but it's also, it's barely there. So, and I think it really showed to the world how good of an actor Rami Malik is. Uh, so that's a good thing. And I'm going to enjoy the next, I think, nine episodes. I guess what, it's only 10 episodes this year. So, and if you uh, haven't watched that show, it is on Amazon now. So I think it's definitely worth it. Isn't it an Amazon show? No, it's on USA Network. Oh. Owned by Amazon. Yeah. Owned by Universal. Studios Amazon. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we, shall we uh, yeah. get to the meat so, and potatoes of El Camino? Yeah. So I uh, I remember when we first were going to watch it, I had, I thought you had said it was already had ratings and was bad. So it was good to hear that it was like a 95%. I think, yeah, I was nervous it was going to be bad. But uh, it was 95% and... I will say that with Breaking Bad, I n- will be guilty to say I never like watched it episode by episode all the seasons because at the time I didn't have like Netflix or anything like that or whatever. So I think uh, I just would like be at people's houses and stuff and watch and caught on. But I think I did one of those things where, which is kind of what I did for like Sons of Anarchy also, where it's like you saw enough episodes to know what was going on and then basically watched like the last two seasons mm-hmm. after jumping around. So that's basically what I did with Breaking Bad. So I. Watched enough to know what was going on and watched that also. With that all said, it's like I did I did enjoy this uh, El Camino, but probably didn't hit me as well as it like hit you guys. And I know Goose was really into it when he was watching. Yeah. You guys were probably just more personal with Breaking Bad than I was. So I actually rewatched the season, or the series rather, while this house was under construction. Okay. Because... I didn't have my own setup there where I was living, but I did have Netflix on a TV. So I was like, yeah, there's nothing on Netflix because Netflix sucks. Uh, and I watched every episode of it. So that definitely helped. And I thought yeah. it was great. Um, yeah. It's sitting on a 94 with the uh, critics and 84 with the audience. So pretty And uh, I would good. guess the only reason why the critics is more than the audience is because, and also this is just anybody listening that hasn't seen it that cares to see it. Stop listening then, I guess, because we'll, Give away some yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's going to be spoilers here. So the one thing I will say about it is I uh, think the only reason why it's more for the critics than the audience is because I bet the audience expected more just how Breaking Bad was, more action, more violence, more just crazy oh my God stuff. But mm-hmm. that wasn't the whole point of it. And I liked how what they did with it was it uh, wasn't too much, wasn't too little. Like It, it definitely yeah. had its moments and then you actually got to see all these flashbacks so you could see really what Jesse was going through and stuff and then mm-hmm. it was just his escape you know it's basically for everybody to realize that you know because he did just go off in the car and you make it makes you realize that you know what he found peace he's able to get away from all of it had some people help him on the way and then you see all these flashbacks of how which led him to be able to do certain things and uh for righteous gemstone fans it was pretty funny to see our uh yeah I was just gonna our say bad that. guy character in there the guy party boy <laughs> I love it's so funny when he does that. Scott MacArthur. And I like famous I like street down the down the road here. What? He's got a famous street oh, down the road. I like the guy too because he does play like he couldn't almost play anything else right now. He he plays the perfect like asshole like 
whatever dude. He could that, probably play a nerd pretty well. Yeah, but I mean, it's like he's typically not going to be your nice guy. He's like no. the asshole, like how he played perfectly. He was the asshole. Uh, why am I? What, uh, why am I blanking on what he was? What his job was? Welding. Welder. Welder. Yeah. Candy and, welding. So it'd be like that'd be kind of like. How you would typically see that guy? Like he'd be the asshole, like construction worker or something like that. That, mm-hmm. and then obviously he's like a deadbeat in righteous gemstones. But Andy still yet to see it, mm-hmm. which you have to do so we can talk about it. Yeah, finally. it's over now. You can watch all of it, Andy. Okay. Yeah, Watchmen comes comes on. So yeah, the twentieth. That's when I'll get HBO. Psh, nerd. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did. Li- I did like that they brought back ninety five percent of the cast here. You have. Uh, old Joe, which is uh, Larry Hankin, who, funny enough, as uh, earlier mentioned in the pod, he plays the uh, scary, he's the props guy of uh, Tim, the tool man, Taylor, in a Halloween episode, and he scares the kids. Ooh. He is aged, obviously, because that was in the 90s. Uh, then he, you got... Also, didn't he, uh, he didn't eat the raisins? Yeah, in Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> he comes in to uh, test as Kramer in the series. They brought back uh, Mike, brought back Jane, they brought back uh, Ed, uh, Robert Forrester, who we also previously had mentioned. Brian Cranston flew in for 36 yeah, hours. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say earlier. When I said four hours, I was off by only 32 hours. He was uh, on set in a, for a play in New York and uh, had a little brief blip in his schedule where he could sneak out and made it happen. That was really cool. Uh, so, I, well, I, if you do remember, I was like... Wait, did he really shave his head for this? And then like everyone was like, that's such an obvious bald cap. And I'm like, I don't look close enough, I guess. Yeah, I just said so, it was probably a bald cap. I yeah. mean, SNL can do it pretty well. And theirs is put together fast as shit. Like, you can tell on like the ends where it is. But in a movie, I'm sure it's much better. Uh, one thing I'll say, though, is I, I wish they brought back Mr. Walter Jr. And Mrs. Yeah. Walter White. I'm forgetting her name. Um, uh, but I mean, were they already... Yeah, but you can just, gone by the time just do a quick Jesse flashback got, like, to have them. Hostage. I mean, they did a flashback for Banks, uh, Jonathan Banks, Mike. He was yeah, but long Jesse gone. only ever interacted, I and mean, he never met Walter Jr. He only yeah. I was gonna say, I, I just think there was there was no reason for them to be in there. It was a it just would have been a nice reunion, I guess. Uh, Let's do a new uh, short film or something. With yeah. him eating pancakes or whatever. Yeah, Walter Jr. should make his own short film. That guy, Walter Jr., he is he got that disease in real life? No. Okay, because I've I always heard so. I've always heard before. I thought I've heard you different so? people say that. Like, yeah, I think he does. No, see, there you go. I thought you said I don't think so. No, you said I think so, right? I think yeah, that's what I've heard before too, that he actually has what is it? Cerebral palsy? Yeah. Interesting. Well. Andy, what did you think of it? Uh well I Still watch Better Call Saul, so like I didn't have this big like break with the universe here, and um, I am controversial in that I think uh, Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. I think uh, they the people who make it just got better as it went on, so now they kind of they showed off some of their new skills. I think with this, which like let's always say some of the the fans were were like not as high on this. Because it was more similar to Better Call Saul, where it's slower and more deliberate, and that's something that they really do well in the new series. I mean, I definitely enjoyed it, especially at times where there was little like gotcha things where those guys come in acting like cops, and then you come to realize, and then you're the whole time you're thinking, "Holy shit, they're cops! You might be in trouble." And then the moment, and they're able to tell him, "Like, hey, man, you shoot us or do anything, we've got cops everywhere." Like how smart they were. Mm-hmm. So he's about basically about to like turn himself in, and then. And it was funny because someone we were with said the same thing. I think it was you that said, excuse me, burp, but that said, uh, well, what kind of cops don't have handcuffs? And then right when you said that, and then right when he's going in there, I'm like, oh shit, they're not cops. And then it was honestly like not even five seconds later, Jesse realizes it and he goes, you guys aren't cops. And then it's like, I thought that was pretty cool because it's like, oh shit, these guys are going for the money also. Um, quick trivia on Walter Jr. He does actually have it, mm. but his condition is a lot more mild. He actually had to learn to uh, walk with crutches and slow down his speech for the role. Oh, so yeah. I guess he was allowed to act like he really had it because he yeah, it's better kind of than has someone it. who doesn't. Yeah, like uh, Butters, not Butters. Who's the Timmy? Timmy. Yeah. You know, I was actually, it's a really quick side note, I was actually watching a, a, like a random 
interview of uh like uh Trey Parker and Matt Stone on Conan like in either early 2000s late 90s but when they were basically our age now when they were like 27 tw- like 28 29 ish and uh they talked about that character Timmy and how they said like they were actually really debated even having it on because they were like oh is this gonna push it too much and like the writers were kind of like I don't think you should do it but then like they did it or something and then after that, the writers were like, you're keeping him because I guess it was such a big success. Like everyone loved it because I guess they just did it in such a way that was, I don't know, like like they say yeah, in uh, enough to a Tropic look. Thunder, I never go full retard. Yeah. <laughs> this has been the Tropic Thunder podcast. Um, I also liked how it was riddled with Easter eggs. I saw an article today that pointed out a lot of the stuff that I, I wasn't paying close enough attention to, but... Um, when he goes or wherever they are, like the police station or something, you can see Gomi and uh, Mr. Schrader, who Andy was for Halloween a couple years ago, uh, and Memoriam up on the wall next to the water cooler. Um, there's referencing to pizza, which they were just pointing out how it was that famous episode where he throws a pizza up on the roof. Uh, they go past the uh, chicken place, which has been reclaimed Remodeled as or whatever, place. Like bought yeah. out. And they uh, Jesse goes to the same shopping center where Better Call Saul had his practice, which is no longer there as well. Yeah, um, cool little things like that. No, I, that's I cool. thought that was awesome. It was a nice little homage to itself. Yeah, I think um, we all thought that they wanted to revisit this for uh, Jesse for Aaron Paul's character that they want that you know the whole crew wanted to work with him again. Yeah, I think that was the one. Like when they did flashback with Walters, it's like you, it would, that was the one thing that you needed to see. You needed to see them together again, like one last time. So I thought that was cool too, how it was too, is where he's, you know, it's kind of was one of those quick things where you almost didn't even know it was back in a flashback because he had the beanie on. And then you, like you pointed out like, oh, it's a different beanie. Yeah. Then he knocks on the door, you know, he's waiting for someone and then he comes out and it's kind of like, oh, that's pretty cool because here they are together again. Yeah. And also what I liked about it is it was a scene where, I mean, I don't know how much he did it in the actual Breaking Bad, but where you could tell for the one time he's actually looking at him like kind of as like a father to a son where he's kind of like, what do you want to do with your life? Like you should go to college and yeah, do this. And then how he talks about basically like, you know, at least you're young when you finally like did whatever with your life. Like he's knowing that his days are coming to an end. It helps redeem Walt a bit, which was always yeah my problem with the, the original series there was how like, they turned it into him. Not only is he doing bad things because he's trying to provide for his family. It's like, well, now he's he's full on evil, which I thought was like, I think I think like they went too far. I didn't think that should have been the point of the show. I thought the point of the show should be you could have a normal guy and he can do terrible things if you put him in that situation. But then it was like, no, now he's just we're gonna make him a super villain. He's gonna have these like maniacal plans. But then at the end of the show, they're able to oh he he still sacrificed something to save someone. But then. I think this even helped him more, showing that like in the beginning he was actually excited for this this guy that he oh he could help this guy and give him a bright future and he believed in him and it showed the positive qualities there so that was nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, the other thing that, that I loved about this was just a flashback with Todd played by uh, Jesse Plemons who's he's about thirty to forty pounds oh. a little heavier <laughs> but um, yeah I've always said if Matt Damon and uh, Ron Howard had a kid. It would be Jesse Plemons. But I think he was the real uh, star of the show here. He was, he was great in that show, but it was only... Yeah, he was so brief. And he was also one of those characters you wanted to kind of hate because of yeah, you know what he did. And he's just in this... You still can't get a read on him. Was he playing with him? Like what he does where he... he you really can't because it honestly... Is he is he retarded or is he brilliant? I, like, well, also, there was gay vibes at times too, I felt like. Well, he's also obsessed with that one girl that was like that worked for that company. Yeah, yeah, and so like that was something in that spider tank. Like he had like a little doll of her in there. No, you know he was he was he definitely was. A, a interesting person. But I agree with you because there was parts where it was like where he had the gun, where you see that Jesse had the gun with him and could have killed him right then and there. And he starts kind of like you know don't do it like hey like I was gonna get us some pizzas. But like, was that gun even loaded? That's the question. Where is he? No, exactly. Him up to mm-hmm. do that because like, he did say it's in the glove. You know to specifically yeah. look in the glove box. So no, you're right. But what I'm getting at there is when he gave the gun back to him, he obviously had a loaded one somewhere. He could have been like, oh, you were going to kill me now. I can't trust you. And he was already out in the middle of the desert. So that's what's also interesting is it would have been. They needed him. What? They needed him. 
worth that's, a lot of money to that's them. That's true. Yeah, I guess you're right. But, well, just even like the first part where he like first lets him out and then he's like, oh, now remember what happened before. Like, so don't try to run because you saw what happened. And it's just like referencing how he murdered that innocent woman in cold blood right in front of him. And it was like he just said it so like nonchalantly. Like it wasn't like it didn't sound like a menacing threat. It was just kind of like, oh, you shouldn't run because remember, it could be bad. It was like, you know, that guy's an interesting uh, character. I think yeah. it's because I think he looks so weird, but it is. It, it I helps. Don't know. Yeah, it does help. If he looked like a normal human, it wouldn't help. But I, there's just no way that honestly he should see if his mom has ever met Matt Damon. Yeah. I am solely convinced there's Matt Damon somewhere <laughs> in him. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> but at what at one point <laughs> he's also in the irishman which is uh, at 100 oh, right oh yeah now. a little more 74 views 100 percent yeah scorsese's like i'm gonna need you to put on some weight and he's like done what if, Scors- just, yeah, what right? if scorsese was Whatever like holy shit i thought you were matt damon <laughs> how'd you guys get matt damon he's like i love to work with you on the departed he's like sir <laughs> Also, you were great in Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> uh, all right, any uh, closing remarks? Uh, no. Was this a debate? Closing statements? Yeah. Wrong. I don't have any. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, you've been listening to episode 139 of the Tony's Take podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend. And I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And the off-road Andy. See you later.